JD Talking Sports. I am on location now in Galveston, Texas, where it just came from 41 degree weather in Boulder, Colorado to over 90 in Texas. Wearing my Boulder Boulder t-shirt, which I ran the other day, I've talked about, and I'm hanging out. I had some red snapper and shrimp fresh out of the water. Gumbo Chef was very excited to see pictures of it. Could it go to the gym tomorrow? And the Rangers went today 6-2. And let's give props. Adam Fox is the third youngest player to get 20 career playoff points. And he is only behind Al McInnes, who did it in 17 games. He's tied with Gary Suter, who did it in 18. Also, fewest games played to 20 career playoff points. He had two assists tonight. I saw Zibanejad had a goal. Heidel had two. It was 2-2 at one point. 6-2. They're up a game. And there's a chance, Michigan said, if they win this series that I could be going to a game in the Stanley Cup Finals. Now, it's only one game. They went 3-0 in the regular season. you got to take it for what it is, but let's take it for something. Rangers going. They get the win. They, they, and I saw that, uh, that... Oh, and there's Michigan right now waving. And she has to be ecstatic. She went to a sports bar tonight, and she had to be screaming her lungs off, watching the game, going crazy, being like, this is one of the greatest things ever since sliced bread was invented. And as you can see, there's little props behind me the national champion today, the men's Texas Longhorns golf team in honor of Hal. I want to do a show with Hal, but Hal's a long day. He's taking care of two kids. He's got enough to take care of right now. He's busy. He's busy. We we watched, we rewatched the Barry episode. Very good. And has to be excited. The Mets, 35-17. and 17. They've never been 35-17. and 17. They won 5-0 five, five today. Carlos Carrasco, five shutout innings. And the first time in his father's father's life that in a 13-year Carrasco career, his father, Luis, watched him play live. And Mets got the win. They Do they play tomorrow? I know the Yankees got rained out. They have two games coming up. Uh, the Mets are playing again against the... They're playing the Dodgers. So I think they have the Dodgers... If I'm correct, the Mets might have tomorrow off. Yeah, no, they have a four-game series in L.A. So they play the Dodgers Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then they go to the Padres. Tomorrow night for the Mets, it is Taiwan Walker versus Tony Gonsolin. Walker's 3-0, and Gonsolin is 5-0 with a 1.80 ERA, and the Dodgers are playing tonight. I don't... They were losing... Were they, lose, they were playing the... They are losing to the Pirates 5-2... And if they lose, they'll be 33-17. and 17. So the Mets are coming in 6-0 and on the homestand, which is all you can ask for. 35-17, and 17, never been that way before. Yankees play a doubleheader tomorrow because they got rained out today against the, the Angels. And pitching for the Yankees tomorrow is... I'm trying to see who the Yankees are. Yeah, Yankees are playing tomorrow. And I want to see the pitching matchups. I'm just trying to get all this stuff. The Rangers, hey, come on. Congratulations to those Rangers. They're playing tomorrow at local Texas time, 12.05, and then a, so 1.05, 7.05, a day-night double. It's Otani going against Cortez. That's the early game. That's going to be fun. I want to watch some of that. And then the game after that, the night game, is the Yankees will have, it'll be Reed Detmers, who had a no-hitter this season, against Jamison Tyone, who's 5-1 with a 2.49 ERA. So Yankees are 34-15, and the Angels are 27-23, and they're on a pretty crappy losing streak. I think they've lost, if I'm correct, I think they've lost 
five in a row, which is no bueno for them. Yankees playing good ball. They are not. Yeah, Angels have lost one, two, three, four, five, six. Six in a row. Not good. They were looking great. And Mike Trout, is Tommy Pham's going saying that he was the worst commissioner. We know the slap against Jock Peterson. He blames him, saying he was the worst commissioner in fantasy football. 10,000 buy-in, and the loser had to add another 10,000. I looked up Tommy Pham. He's made $24 million in his career. He's making $6 million this year. Nine-year vet. He said uh, he had a pimp slap him. He said he would if, you know, that, that he, didn't, he didn't handle the rules correctly, where Peterson said that he, he, Pham thought he was hiding a player. He was keeping a player hidden instead of putting him on the IR or something. I, I, I don't remember exactly, but that he was hiding a player. And then Peterson called that Pham was doing the same thing, and he's blaming on Trout. I don't know have to go after Trout in that. And I saw Machado's playing in the league. Uh, Musakis is playing in the league. And uh, who, who else did I see was playing in the league? Was, uh, yeah, Eric Hosmer. Yeah, he did a terrible job, he said. The worst commissioner in fantasy football. So why don't you take it over, fantasy sports? And he said, Trout saying the commission could have fixed the rule in question before it came to slaps. She never came to slaps. If you both did it, I don't know why he's going to slaps. He said he was going to pimp slap him. He did pimp slap him. Good for him. I mean, not good for him. That's really stupid and all that. And I saw we're 99 days away now from September 8th, Bills at Rams, and also John Madden, who died December 28th, 34 years since he appeared on the cover, NFL Madden 23. It's only made about $4 billion in sales. Well, that's what it has, and I like that he's on the cover. Can't be any jinx because he's the, he is the creator of the game, and that means it's going to be a phenomenal season, which means Daniel Jones is going to play a great season, and the Jets are going to go to the Super Bowl. No, Jets won't, but it's good, to, you know, it's good to have a dream. It's good to dream these things. It's good to have a little fantasy life going on. And I was like, I thought that was kind of funny. And fan control football Tuesday, they they cut the zappers, cut Jason Stewart because he he lit up a allegedly appeared to be a joint on the field and said, "Blaze up, my friends, blaze up." Now they said the league can, supports cannabis, but it is illegal in Georgia, and no dipshit should be lighting a joint during a game. I'm sorry, whatever. And he said he was out of football. He was MVP three or four weeks and all this stuff. And I just was like, you know, he says it's better what he said. Uh, he basically said, he said it's, you know, if an athlete scores and goes to drink a beer, it's okay. Why is an athlete going to score and drink a beer? But he said, heaven forbid we hit, the, we hit the gas. Come on, let's think about it. No. I mean, I like T.O. taking the popcorn and the pop, pop palms from the cheerleader. That's fine. The phone, Joe Horn, I'm okay with the cell phone. I'm not okay with the guy drinking a beer during the game, and I'm not okay with a guy lighting it up during the game because there's kids watching the game, and that way he's showing the kids that you know you have to be a man, you have to you know smoke a joint or drink a beer. No, this isn't. You're, 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 sorry, as Charles Barkley didn't think you were role models, you're all role models, guys. So no, that's bullshit. I call bullshit on that. Can't do it. Not not acceptable. Not allowed. No, no, and a big no. No, not at all. No, no, can't do it at all. And you, and then I saw that Marion Barber the third. Played, came out of Minnesota, made the Pro Bowl in 2000, came out of Minnesota 2005, Cowboys, uh, 2007, the Cowboys, they went 13-3, didn't start, had almost 1,000 yards rushing, 10 touchdowns, and his nickname for his style of running, his hard-charging style, was Marion the Barbarian. Well, last couple years, he, detained by police in Mansfield, Texas in 2014, was taken in for a mental health evaluation. 2019, he was arrested 
on two misdemeanor counts of criminal mischief. I was talking to Lanker. It sounds like he fell in hard times. There's a mugshot of him. He look, doesn't even look at it. I remember he had a piano. He played the piano and all this stuff. They said he was very cultured, smart guy. And it could be CTE. could have been concussions. He hadn't played in the league since 2011. Had almost 5,000 yards rushing. 53 touchdowns on the ground. Another six on receptions. He had a pretty good career. And, you know, just fell in very hard times. Des Bryant said it was tough to watch and everything. It is. 38 years old. You know, I mean, something happened. He fell He fell on really hard times, they said. I guess he wasn't getting help. I mean, Des Bryant said that, and it just it's very sad. Yeah. I, I, I just saw that. I read I was like, that's terrible. Talked about the Mets. I love that Luis Carrasco's dad was there. They're going to play now four games in the... In L.A., they went 6-0 on the homestand. They beat Philadelphia and Washington. Unbelievable. First time 35-17. and 17. And they have a 10-and-a-half game lead right now. Can you believe this? 10-and-a-half game lead. And they are 10-3 and three since Scherzer got injured, which is unbelievable. Bumble sent me that. And Bumble's also said the last time the Rangers went to the Eastern Conference Finals in 2015, the Mets won the pennant later that year and lost in five games to the Royals of the World Series. That's interesting. And Dom Smith was optioned to AAA Syracuse, 26-year-old, is having a terrible season. He, he had 316 in 2020, but 186 this season without a home run in 101 plate appearances, a 543 OPS, not good, and they're hoping he can get his swing back. And Nick Plummer, who came up, former first-round pick, is four RBIs on Monday, uh, hit a tying home run in the ninth inning in a win on Sunday, and, and Brandon Nimmo... Is, was out with a short, sore wrist. He played today. Tyler McGill also through a simulated game on Tuesday could make a minor league rehab start soon. Has a pitch since May, May 11th with right biceps inflammation. And, I, you know, I told you, so that's the thing. And I love Dom Smith, but right now he's got to get a swing back. We'll see what happens. Bumble says, hey, he hasn't had a home run in since early last season. And he had a weight problem. I know we got his weight under control, but he's not hitting the ball. And Bumble said, hey, he, you know, we're playing to win now. You know, this, this team has potential to go very far this season. I agree. And I talked about Terry Collins, that he was sick to his stomach, that Johan Santana in his no-hitter pitch, 134 pitches, and he said he wished he, had, he did it right in 107 pitches instead of 134. He said he had nightmares, and that Johan Santana said, you're going to have better sleep from now on. Don't worry about it. He doesn't blame him at all. I agree. It wasn't his fault. And I think, you know, pitcher's going to, Never had a no-hitter. No, first no-hitter ever in Mets franchise history. Even Gooden never did it. Seaver never did it. So now it happens. And Shesterkin has a 958 save percentage after second intermission in the playoff. That's, that's great. Tomorrow is Lou Gehrig Day. So they'll wear ALS on their four ALS logos and ballparks. Gehrig's uniform num- number four. Each home club will have number four jersey, and they'll all wear a special Lou Gehrig patch on uniforms. Red four ALS wristbands will be available to be worn in game. And then uh, clubs with an off day will get to, will, or, or that are on the road on June 2nd can have a Lou Gehrig day on a separate date. Cool with that, yeah. Syndergaard got rocked the other night by the Yankees. Yeah, but two, two and a third inning, seven hits, five runs, one home run. So listen to this. Marcus Simeon, who got that huge deal with the Rangers, one home run this year. Matt Carpenter 
has two in 170 plus less at bats. And Cody Clemens, he picked, played again today, no hits in his first two games. I think he's 0 for 6. But they, they split a doubleheader with the Twins yesterday, and they won today. I was looking, yeah, he was 0 for 3 when I was checking this, the box score. And his dad was at his first game yesterday. Hal said he, Hal said he was a hell of a player for the Longhorns baseball team. And I was like, all right, good, man. Yeah, so I was like, all right. So I wanted to see what he was 0 for 3 tonight. I was trying to check scores. And I love when ESPN doesn't open up or work the way I want it to, where it's slow as molasses. Even though Hal gave me his... His... Gave me his... I'm blanking on his Wi-Fi. Yeah, and tonight he went 0 for 3. He's 0 for 6 with a, with a base on balls. But the Tigers won 2 in a row. They're 20 and 30. And Minnesota is now 30 and 22. So they're 20 and 30, Minnesota. And I love the, the Mets. The Mets, the, you got to love this. The Mets are up 10 and a half games on Atlanta, 12 and a half on Philly. Philly won today, but Philly's 3 and 7 in the last 10. Girardi's in trouble there. They're, 20, they're 7 games under 500. Miami is 13 games back, and Washington is 17. And that is the biggest lead of any team. Yeah. Toronto is five games behind the Yankees. White Sox are five behind Minnesota. And Houston's up five and a half on the Angels. And St. Louis is... Milwaukee's up two games on St. Louis. And the Dodgers are up three and a half on San Diego. Which, that division still... Three of the five teams are over 500. The Mets are the only team over 500 in the ANL East. In the Central... Two teams are over 500, NL Central. In the A, man, Houston is 33 and 18. They got the win. They won today again over the, the, the A's. And I saw that Verlander took a no hitter, a one hitter into the seventh, gave up a, a double, not a double, and they gave up a two run home run and was down 3 1 left. And Alvarez cleared the bases and they ended up winning 5 4 over the A's. So they're 33 and 18. They're seven and three. They've won four in a row. Angels have lost six in a row, and they're five and a half back. Crazy, unbelievable, right? I love seeing stuff like that. Braves. Olsen is playing really well for the Braves. They lost last night. I think their Braves are crazy. The Braves right now, as I said, I, they are way behind in the standings. Great. It's like ESPN says, let's let's keep freezing so that the. They're 24 and 27. They've won one. They're five and five their last 10. They lost yesterday to Arizona. Matt Olson, though, is having the Braves are 0 and 4 next inning games. Five and five and 13 since the beginning of last season. Matt Olson had a four hit game, four RBIs. He has 23 doubles, which lead the major league leading 23 doubles, tied for major league lead with 29 extra base hits. No, he's tied. He's actually he's tied for the NL lead in extra base hits, rather. Uh, Devers for the Red Sox is 32. And they won tonight over the, or they were winning. That's what I was trying to, Philly's got to win tonight. Thank God for Girardi's sake. But they aren't playing very well lately at all. And yeah, I, was, I was checking out the Braves, but he has played a lot better, Olsen. I mean, you know, they, they, they let... Uh, Yeah, I love when I blank on names. 
But the oh, Pirates are now up 8-2 on the Dodgers. They let go. They let... God, I press these things and it doesn't work. On Freddie Freeman, they gave him up. Freddie Freeman's in a 297 with three, four home runs, 29 RBI. So I wanted to check it against Olsen. And Olsen is playing today, and they are... The Braves won 6 nothing over the Diamondbacks. And Atlanta won. And Matt Olsen went 0-4, but with an RBI. And Matt Olsen is hitting 258, 6 home runs, 22 RBIs. I guess the comparable numbers. Freeman's having a better season hitting-wise. And they said Aaron Nola has a 16 for the Phillies is a $16 million team option for next season before hitting free agency. They have so many players on a contract through 2024, the Phillies. So they would they would have to go for a retool over a rebuild. But I don't know, maybe Nola is someone they can get rid of. They won today. So that ended a five-game losing streak. So they've lost. They 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 have won two game they were 1 and 7 1 and 7 in the last 8 and 12 of lost 12 of the last 16 before the win today unbelievable and they are way behind in the standings it just it's crazy it's just crazy when you see these standings and you're like oh my god i can't believe how the the mets are up 10 and 10 and a half it just blows my mind how they're I love that they're playing. I love both teams are playing so well, yet they're, they're 12 and a half games out right now. This doesn't bode well for Girardi. And Paul Goldschmidt, he has a hitting streak, 22 games, on-base streak of 36. They've won 8 of 11. They're three games within the Brewers. He has incentives built into his five-year, $130 million contract signed in 2019. He can rake in $2 million off the top, on top of his $26 million he's making this year. He leads the NL in batting average, 352, hits with 64, slugging, OPS, OPS plus, and total bases with 114. In May, he had 404, 10 home runs, 33 RBIs. He gets 250,000 for his seventh All-Star Game selection, 250,000 for a gold glove. He has no errors in 383 chances and 50,000 for a fifth silver slugger. Now, if he wins his first MVP, he would get a bonus of $1.5 million, $1 million for finishing second, and then $500,000 for third, two fifty dollars for fourth or fifth, and $100,000 for sixth through tenth. He's the third best odds behind Manny Machado and Mookie Betts from the Padres and the, and the Dodgers. Pretty crazy. And Juan Soto, they said they're not trading him. Mike Rizzo said even though they're playing terrible, he turned down 13, million, 13 years, $350 million, they're playing terrible. They're, they lost again to the Mets today. He's having a, you know, they're having a rough season. I, listen, look, look at Judge betting himself. You bet on yourself, good things happen, right? 18 home runs in the season. They're going to play two tomorrow. Knock around, he caught a ball, a ball the warning track from Otani yesterday. Good stuff. And the Warriors and Celtics have a combined 634 winning percentage regular season, lowest since 1995 when the Rockets swept the Magic. And the Rockets that year were 47 and 35, and they beat the Magic, who were 57 and 25. So crazy. And Warriors, $179 million payroll, highest in the league. Boston's 138. Golden State is first in points per game, over 114. Assists per game is 28. And offensive rating of 116, while Boston is second in opposition points per game, 101. 
Field goal percentage, 43%, and defensive rating. So something's got to give. And the Warriors have collectively played in 123 finals games. The Celtics, none. Kerr has won eight rings as a player and coach. And Ime Odoka has only been in the finals as an assistant. And I, I heard that the ratings were pretty good for the Heat Celtics. Which, you know, it's seven games. And I think, you know, they'll bring ratings. I mean, they're, Boston's a big market. And people want to watch Golden State. Can they win another title? We'll see what happens. But, I mean, I, I saw something that that uh, Jason Tatum, because I was talking about how they're calling, you know, they call them Tatum Kobe. Well, he, he posted something telling Kobe he's got it in games. I got this. And someone said, Corny, why are you posting? You know, what, social media, it's like they put stuff up. Why do I need to know that you had to send something to to Kobe saying, I got this? And there, someone put something. Mika Adams said, if he gets the title, does that Jason Tatum become one of the top five Celtics of all time? Top five Celtics of all time? Kuzi? Uh, uh, Russell, Bird, Parrish, uh, 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 who, who's the skinny white guy who was the coach? Uh, oh, I'm, I'm blanking on it. I see him. Minnesota was the, who, who played with, um, big three, yeah. It was Bird. It was Bird. It was, 